Welcome to the Winning Sometimes show where Emiliano, Matt, and I share our joy and sometimes hatred for all things gaming and tech and generally don't agree on everything and occasionally start a nerd fight. Speaking of nerd fights, today we're talking about two pretty broad categories of games. Player versus enemy, also known as co-op, and player versus player. That's right, we're going to start a fight in real life about fighting in games. <laughs> With new games coming out constantly, let's talk about what game what makes each game unique and maybe which one is better. Because as we all know, preferences can be objectively judged. Uh, so I wanted to <laughs> true statement. <laughs> so I want to talk about co-op games and whether or not they're dead because they're definitely a rare sight these days. Like there's definitely a lot less co-op games than there used to be. I feel like in the PS2 Xbox era and maybe even before that, like co-op games were all over the place. Like action adventure, split screen, like actual split screen first first person games. Um, but first, player versus enemy, player versus player, PVE, PVP. What are these types of games? Is that, is that just an opening yes. question for us? <laughs> Sorry, let's start with Ronan. Ronan, what what is a player oh, versus no. enemy game versus a player um, versus player game? Player versus enemy is like uh, player versus PC. So um, those are most like your can be your single player games. Um, they can also be like your um, you know friends get together and play against the computer. But it's basically you versus like the CPU as I as I call it or the AI in a game. Where player versus player is you versus another living body um, or a bot, I guess, if there aren't enough people in a match. But, um, yeah, usually player versus player is you against someone else, a living, breathing person on the other end. Um, and, yeah, right? I mean, any, anything else to add, Matt? Or is that pretty much? Um, no, no, no. That, that, you pretty much hit it on the uh, the nail on the head. That's that's the colloquialism I'm looking for there. <clears throat> Uh, but I think the, probably the easiest way to think about it or the way that I kind of divide it up in my head, if you want to be real, real basic about it, is if you think about like a PvE game, like a co-op game, a um, player versus the PC game, those are the games that existed before like the internet became ubiquitous. And so if you can play it without the internet, it's probably a PvE game. So if you're curious if the game you're playing is mm. PvE or not, if you don't have to have well, the internet, well, probably PvE. There's, well, okay. there's, there's a slight caveat to that statement. Yeah. Like the couch co-op. I, I have yeah, one couch, game to stuff, shat, yeah. you know, one exception yeah. to shatter that. I probably Maybe have the same exact game. If it's game. 64, it. I completely That's understand. It. <laughs> but Which one? I knew it. Because you can't go an episode without talking about, like, GoldenEye yes. or, like, uh, mm. Monster Hunter. Or, you know, we all have our games yeah. we always talk about. Sorry, Ronnie, you were saying. Wait, yeah. did, did Goldeneye? Because because mine was Halo, um, and doing like uh, does Goldeneye out before or after Halo? I don't know. Goldeneye was before. Oh, N sixty four was like yeah. yeah, like oh yeah. yeah. Goldeneye was the game okay. that probably started PVE in in person PVE like or PVP competitions or yeah like that. That is the game that a lot of people started playing PVP games on. And uh, I know several people who either ruined whatever level of school they were in at the time because they had their friends over playing Goldeneye all the time. <laughs> and same for Halo, but I have other stories for that. So, yeah, see, like, like, because, because the, the reason I say that, though, sorry, well, I go was going to say, like, my the thing that almost ruined me was Quake uh, 64. Um, mm. And there was a, a mod where you could do teams and they had a grapple hook. And I think that's what ruined, almost ruined my uh, college career. <laughs> um, but that was, yeah, that was that was a while, a while ago. Um, I, 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 yeah. What what ruined my college career was my grades. <laughs> really, that that's what it was for me. I don't believe it. <laughs> but yeah, I I never that that's a story. Okay. For I, I never really got into Goldeneye. I mean, I played it the single player, and there were some like tournaments that I did. But I don't know. I feel like it never hooked me. I don't know why. Uh, Halo hooked me, but not Goldeneye. I think for a lot of people, Goldeneye was that first, the first time they played that first person perspective, right? And you have uh, not only, because a lot of games back then were just adventure games, but in first person, if it was a first person game. Mm -hmm. So you would go places, you'd look at things, but they didn't really have the two stick 
maneuverability at the time. So like actually looking and changing your camera perspective, strafing, that wasn't a thing. So like with GoldenEye, like having, I guess what I'm thinking of is in contrast to something like Quake or Unreal Tournament or, you know, any of the first person, you know, original um, first person games, competitive games that people enjoyed on PC. But even then, PC was kind of um, not a niche market. I mean, maybe it was a niche market, and I just don't want to admit it. But um, I don't know. I mean, people on PC have experienced that for you know forever, um, probably into the 80s. But uh, people on console, I think GoldenEye was the first time that they had that opportunity to play that type of competitive first-person type of game. Yeah, so so all that to say that basically if you're fighting another human, yes, it's a anything PvP else game. is PvE. And then, we, yeah, <laughs> that's that's the most succinct way. If this is your first episode listening to us, yeah. strap in. <laughs> so, actually, I don't think I can lead off because all, all of my talking points are building off of yours. So, what do you guys think? Is co-op dead? Is PVE better? Is PvP better? What do you think? All right, before we get into this, I just want to go on record that uh, Clint has definitely just said that he is just <laughs> here to argue with us. <laughs> That's kind of what I just took away from that. It's like, I'm going to listen hey, to your points and then counter them whether I believe it or not. I used constructive verbiage. I said I'm building off of your arguments, right? We're building together an episode of amazing entertainment. In the way that um, Mexico City was built on top of an Ag- Aztec city. Oh, too soon. Sorry. Too didn't. soon. Sorry. <laughs> too soon. Like 2,000 yeah. years too soon. Actually, um, it was only like 400. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking Mayans. Sorry. And the Spanish didn't conquer the Mayans. They were already gone. <laughs> anyway. God, History this... sometimes. <laughs> With the winning sometimes catch. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. No. So, like. What you're saying, like, it, are single-player games dead? Um, for those of you who are not as big a nerds as us, um, which is – actually, I have no idea what our demographics are. But <clears throat> uh, what we're talking about that, where that comes from a lot, is about, I think, a decade ago at this point, there was an EA exec who talked about how um, single-player – campaign focused mission or games and things like that were basically going the way of the dodo and so he basically said that pve games single player um those games i think the exact quote is like that that model of game is finished or whatever um that in my opinion is complete and utter crap like he was just plain wrong it's like pc gaming every every executive that has declared pc gaming dead or every executive that said the internet wasn't anything big or anything special, or you know, like all these people that just suck at their suck at making predictions. Let's say that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and um, I think even just in recent memory, there are a lot of games that contradict that. Um, now, I have not played any of these games, and maybe this is something Emiliano can talk about. Um, <clears throat> But Sony, their exclusives were single-player games that were supposedly really good. Uh, God of War 3, Just God 4, of War. Yeah. All of them? Just God of I don't War. Know. The newest God of War is just God of War, which Boy. is it's <laughs> 5, I think, tech, in, in the timeline. Is it? Okay. Four. I don't know. Um, the, the Spider-Man uh, one that also came out on PS5 is supposed to be really good, and those are all, like, single-player kind of games and so i think that the idea that the single player game was at its end 10 years ago is obviously verifiably false but i also think that um even if there are a lot of multiplayer games out there it doesn't mean that a pvp game can't be successful and emiliano maybe you can talk more about that um, because i know you played uh god of war I don't know if you played Spider-Man, but I know you played God of War, and I know you enjoyed it. Um, So kind of what about that was, I guess, so enjoyable 
for for being a single player dead game <laughs> well, type. Like you know, I, I feel a lot of times a single player game um, or an offline game, whatever you want to call it, can be kind of more focused or more tailored to the experience. You know, like Spider Man, the act of just swinging around the city was incredible. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn is another great example. The 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 movement, the bow and arrow. You know, the interfacing with the different mechanical beasts, it, it all just fit in so well. And then additionally, a lot of times the thing that single player games have that is a lot harder in like PVP only or um, live, well, live service. Oh, well, hold on a second. That's a hold on a second. <laughs> but a, a, a single player games, their story a lot of times can be just so well put together and really, you know, um, you know, take you on, on, on a voyage. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn's story is fantastic. Like, I, I got really invested into that. Even Spider-Man's, Spider-Man's story, um, it was kind of like an alternate take on Spider-Man, but it was still so well done. Uh, God of War, fantastic. This father-son, you know, and the father paying for his sins. And the, it's, oh, God, that was such a good, you know. And I, I, I look at, like, a lot of these PvP-focused games, you know, and Destiny isn't necessarily PvP focused because it has kind of both, but it's. I feel like its story is so lacking, you know, when you're playing it. Like in order to get story, you have to go read some lore books or go offline somewhere. Um, um, so, so for, for me, a lot of the enjoyment comes from single player, is the rich world that they create, the storytelling, and the gameplay kind of all coming together. Um, and then you have diff- different difficulty levels depending on, on on how how you want to do you know take it easy, um, or you know have the computer be like really hard. And usually, difficulty with PVE games is either the enemies are more accurate, or they have a huge they get bigger health bars, you know, or or both depending. So um, yeah, I mean like I, I'm I'm a fan of PVE games because I love that storytelling, um, I love that you know that that, that rich world that they create. Um, so, but, but, um, and, 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 and to your statement, Matt, too, about the, the single player games being dead, I feel like that kind of leads us into a kind of a little sidebar with live service games. Cause a lot of times live service games have both a PVE component, but then also kind of a PVP part as well. But in the end, it's all just to make money. I feel like, you know, and I think that's kind of where a lot of these games have kind of really screwed, screwed the player. You know, which I'm not a fan of as well either. Right, so. and and to that point, kind of something we didn't really talk about a live service. If you're confused oh, yeah. about what Emiliano was talking about when he says that, uh, basically it is a game that is continuous, like where they're constantly adding new updates. Like if you think of like uh, World of Warcraft, that is like the quintessential live service game it's always online it is a persistent world um you're there well for world of warcraft to make you pay a subscription which is also a hallmark of live service games is constantly paying them but i'm not going to get into that's a that's a completely different soapbox that we're not getting <laughs> on tonight or well well i don't I'm know i mean i i feel can. like that kind of has part of what we're talking about too with with pve versus pvp um because, you know, PvE doesn't have to be single player. It can be cooperative as well. Um, and a lot of these live service games kind of uh, focus on that cooperative aspect. You know, like World of Warcraft. You know, there's raiding parties. There's raids. You know, there's um, uh, arenas or something. Yeah, I, I haven't played World of yeah. Warcraft in a long yeah, time. Yeah, there's dungeons. live there's... service games yeah. can be. All kinds and of those, a lot of those you need people to finish. You can't do them solo. I, I I don't know. Can you do them solo? I don't know. Okay. Not, no. Oh well. Yeah. You could try. It's if you did like one of the very first ones when you're at current max level or something. But yeah, fringe cases people will try. Because I mean, solo one them, but one game really that we possible. all play is Destiny. You know, Destiny has that kind of cooperative content, um, that high level content for for PVE single player. Well, cooperative and single player. And some of these like co-op levels, like dungeons and the raids, people have soloed or duoed, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like that's to me, that's like high level, um, you know, high level play. Which I, who 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 has time for that? I don't have time for that. You know, I think that's uh, his way of tossing it over to Clint. Oh, because I have time. <laughs> well, no, 
I was going to say, who does that that high level oh, sweat lord? Yeah, play? but but he he does the sweat lord on the PvP side. You know, he's 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 on the other okay. side of the of the fence. Okay, you know, <laughs> so but like like, I don't I don't disagree with you guys. I I think that um, it kind of sounded like you were starting to say that PVE games really invest in the story and they they really help the story come out in contrast to saying like a pvp pvp game doesn't i honestly didn't really think about that i mean if story in games is your priority i can see how that would be a you know a good thing or or how that might be true um for me though it's it's all about gameplay so is it fun like that's that's what i want out of games i want to relax by having fun and getting immersed in a world or immersed in a mechanic or immersed in a struggle, like a challenge or a struggle, right? Um, and if I can improve while doing it, that's all the better. So um, I, I just want to put it out there that the first recognizable video game ever was a PvP game. <laughs> Which one? Pong. Pong. Oh, so, like, video games are not necessarily about story because you used to not be able to tell stories in video games, right? Unless counting... That's what I was going to say. The story yeah. in Pong sucks. <laughs> Which is, like, the, that's, that, that is the condensed argument against PvP games being about story. Now, there are games in, with PvP in it that have plenty of good story. But um, for me, it's really about, uh, is it fun? And I think, like, I didn't intend to bring up Pong and kind of rely on it, but... People found Pong fun. Why did they find it fun? Well, it's it's that core sportsmanship drive that you know that you might if you have a drive for sportsmanship and pitting yourself up against other players at a known rule set, you know, a known game with the rules with with rule set and and you know variety of performance, possible performance, like that is what PVP is about. So I am not against PVE or against. I don't believe co-op games are dead. I don't believe. I mean, co-op games. That I'm going to address that in a sec. But um, I don't. I don't think single-player games are 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 dead. Like I, I would say that 90% of the games in my life that I have really enjoyed and are probably in my top 50 list of favorite games of all time, those are all single-player games. And each of them are for different reasons. Some of them are great stories. Some of them are just like extremely nostalgic some of them are just pure fun to play like you know v v v v v v i think it's six v's is like a platform game in which you can reverse gravity and you, you can walk on the ceiling and then you can press a button to reverse gravity anytime it's like there's no story to that it's like you crash on an like crash on this planet or whatever this dimension with your ship and all your crew gets scattered and you go find your crew get back to your ship and then you leave that's it <laughs> that's not a great story but the game is so fun to play it's like the music and it's like it is a work of art with how they take the mechanics and the colors you know your visual experience your auditory experience and it all blends together into this thing that just vibes it vibes well <laughs> and uh and that's what what it's all about for games for me that being said uh, absolutely i i completely agree with you on that, uh, Clint, which I know is not a phrase. You've been saying it a lot lately. <laughs> but, <clears throat> well, oh, God, wh who am I becoming? I don't even know <laughs> who I am anymore. No. Um, but I, I absolutely agree with you. Um, and I do, and I also agree on the fact that I think, like, PvP games sometimes lack in the story. Uh, and the example I'll use on that is, as both of y'all know, Recently, I have been uh, able to play Destiny 2 with Rachel and her brother, Raywin91, uh, for those of you who don't know. <clears throat> and it's been really interesting because even though um, Rachel has been, you know, watching me play Destiny for years and all that sort of stuff, she's still like, okay, I know like three characters in the game, but I like shooting things and picking up the loot. And that's all she cares about. And I'm sitting there trying to explain. It's like, oh, well, you see, the Elixni <laughs> are, uh, you know, a race of people. And also known as the like, Fallen. Okay, but do I, do I yes. shoot them or no? Shoot, shoot, yes. Like, 
Yeah, yeah, and shoot him. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, and so she, and, and like seriously, like uh, listen to the listen to the yeah. streams sometimes. I'll be sitting there and be like, oh, so just so you know, like where we are is this, and like, so we we just kill all the things, <laughs> right? I'm like, yeah, just 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 kill all the things. It's it's fine. <clears throat> and so, um, absolutely, if the moment to moment gameplay is fun. It doesn't matter what the rest of it is like. If there's a good story, if it's PvP, if it's PvE, anything like that. Um, you know, if you like the game, you like the game. Uh, we like what we talked about, like the very first episode. You know, the games you like or the game, the good games are the games you like the way you like to play them. And so, if you like them, more power to you. You know, if you like shooting stuff and picking things up, hey, I got a game for mm-hmm. you. It's called Destiny, right? So. Um, 100% agree on that. Well, I was going to say... Yeah, with, I mean, I mean the, oh, like, with, with my points, like, you know, I'm not saying story is the number one thing with PvE, because um, that has to be paired, like you were saying, with good gameplay. Um, and the games I had mentioned, you know, the gameplay, the controls are, like, top-notch. You know, uh, Horizon Zero... You know, like, like, on the Sony side, Horizon Zero Dawn, um, God of War, Spider-Man incredible like just just what the devs have done with the controls and the game itself it's 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 you know it's mind-boggling um um, and then on the xbox side see i'm trying to think of any exclusive xbox stuff is there anything exclusive uh halo is coming out oh man yeah halo was was one of like one of the games i went hard into pvp with uh but that was more like the, the 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 land parties that i did um and that was fun, but um, yeah, that's 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 another. But anyway, sorry, I'm sorry, Clint. You were you're making a point about relaxing with PvP, which is crazy. But there's plenty that Xbox has. I I just haven't been in the Xbox world for a little while. Well, um, but I feel like a lot of what Xbox has is cro- is you know uh, across all the platforms, not exclusive to Xbox. There are um, a few. I just I just can't think of them right now. Um, yeah, yeah. What I was gonna say is. I can open my up my Xbox yeah. app real quick. All that said, um, PvP has a place in my heart because uh, I am a competitive person. Like, not in a malicious competitive, as in like a caustic competitive, right? In which I must win no matter what, or I must win and you must lose, right? Um, which, you know, at a certain level of competition, there's a place for mm. that. Like, you know, upper tier athletes can be like that. Uh, and that's fine. That's probably how they made it that far. Are Are you calling no, yourself I'm an upper tier like athlete? So no, <laughs> no, I I am not a win and you have to lose kind of person. Like if there's a way we could play together and still play PvP, I would want to do that. And in fact, I love when you know to wax nostalgic for a hot thirty seconds, like playing in our gaming clan, which was the tacos, and having iron banana nights where we'd all get on and we'd have party of six and we'd have like three parties of six because my xbox live would only go up to six players and uh actually the team count was only six so we'd have yeah. full parties and multiple parties and people would jump in between parties we just have like 50 guys and gals like playing <laughs> and just having fun and winning or losing in in a pvp arena right that is so fun but <clears throat> I guess what I was going to say is that I am a competitive person. And so I do enjoy, um, I, I do enjoy PV, PVP a lot. And uh, I was thinking about it. And, and for me, it, it is the thrill of the challenge. Like when you play against bots, they're one of two things. Like moronically stupid or impossibly hard. Like they're either computers that are ultra optimized and their state machines are just perfect in every way. They can pass the Turing test. It's like, <laughs> or they just are so sabotaged by a lack of balance in their in their efficiency settings. I don't know. Like this, this bot can move really fast, and they always pick the right place to go, and they always see you before you see them, and they always kill you or whatever. It's like that's not fun. Neither of those are fun. Killing things wait, that you know you can always win against? That's my PvP experience. What you just said right there, where they see me first. They well, hang on. We'll, we'll talk that about is that. My, that is my PvP. That's why I'm like, oh, oh Ronan, PvP. Stop. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you why I'm like, ugh. But um, let's talk about, like, let's continue talking about, like, computer bots, though. Computer bots are either something that's boring to play against because, you know, it's it, you're always going to win against it. It's impossible to lose. It's like if you've ever played Overwatch, it's the Overwatch training. It's like you'll, like if you're if you mess up or, or you're very very new to the controls, which is totally fine, um, you won't die to the bots, um, or they always kill you. And it's like there is nothing I can do except become an amazing like godlike shooter man, right, <laughs> to win. So um, when you play against real people, there's a normal distribution of normally skilled people, right? You have, it's skill-based matchmaking, right? There's a normal distribution of high-tier players, which is the bottom of the curve. On this side, there's not that many people. And then on the other side of the curve, there's not that many people who are just, like, can't can't play the game, right? Most people are in that 60% of, of they can do pretty well, they might have moments of glory, or, you know, they might also choke or you know choking is failing in the situation so like that that's what it's about and and it's like it's not rng it's like more organic than rng but like when you go against like one of the games i play a lot and i'm going to try not to talk about it too much in this stream because i've got a lot of thoughts about it bottled up but is the battle royale <laughs> game warzone uh call of duty warzone and that's you have 150 players and they're the normal distributions in that set of players every match, right? And uh, I mean, for various reasons, and I, I won't go into the salt, but <laughs> there are cheaters in the game, and it's it's a really big problem. So you, they get eliminated. Like most of the lobbies get eliminated by the cheaters when when there are cheaters. But um, the uh, in a normal game, you go in and you have like any team that you go against. They could be really good. They could have a two to three KD, um, or they could just not even see that you're there until you surprise them. And it it feels good to like comment. You you go in, you make a bunch of decisions, and you you get your your loadout, which is your pre-made weapon, you know, configuration, and then you decide. Well, the circle's coming this way. We need to be here. There's a team over there. Why don't we go see what they're doing? See if we can, you know, third party them, which is, you know, wait until they fight another team and then you'd go in and blow out both teams. <laughs> Kill steel. Yes, it's like throwing a grenade effectively <laughs> in between two people fist fighting. <laughs> so, um anyway, there's lots of different strategies you could do and it it's like it's very so good it's so good it's so fun to have a plan that you don't know if it's going to work and you're like trying to figure out what's the best way to execute it and then you pick a way to execute it and then it either works or it doesn't and if it doesn't if it's a good game you can figure out why it didn't work and then you can get better which is my next point which pvp is about getting better for me so i'm the kind of uh Hmm. <clears throat> so I'm gonna I'm okay. gonna interrupt you because the way you phrase that implies that PvE is not about getting better. Or it, it is in some way you're unable no, not to get better in uh I, in I, PvE. I apologize for that implication. That's not it's a mutually exclusive I mean those are not mutually exclusive, right? Um for me it's it's that having a real player behind the other controller or the other mouse and keyboard is that element that makes it a little bit um, spicy, I guess. I guess what I'm trying to say is like in a PVE game or, or a single player game, for me, I'm not really going to be focusing on the mechanics or the demonstration of skill, um, depending on the type of the game. Cause like roguelikes, um, Hades, I, I've never played Hades, but I know it's the type of game where, your inputs really change the way the game plays and the game is mostly about the game the, the actual game mechanics um in in a single player game i'm going to be focusing less on the performance of myself and more on the success and the story 
So a lot of times in single-player games, the story is an impediment. Or not the story, the mechanics are an impediment. It's like those mechanics better be good and fun enough for me to get to the next part of the story because if they're not, I'm going to be way less motivated to to get to the next part of the story. Like I've stopped playing games because they were not fun to play, right? Well, well here here's a question then too, like have you well, as have you, you should. played like Dark Souls like game cuz I feel like that you talk about like PVP being competitive and improving um I feel like on the PVE side, you know, you have games like Dark Souls that are very <laughs> like input and time sensitive to your reactions. It's well, also reaction speed too, but like if you mess up, you know, you're usually going to die, you know. So, I mean, like, so do you like those <laughs> kinds of games or not? Because, you know, no. it, they, they have, they have very Cuphead. similarities between like yeah. PvP getting better with PvE so also getting better. This is absolutely where I kind of have to bear my soul. <laughs> <laughs> I would consider Dark Souls-style games or Souls-style games to be a mirror, right? When you play those games and you put yourself up against those mechanics, you have no doubt the result of that encounter is a reflection of your own skill level. So if you go in there and you fail and you knew the parameters of the engagement, you knew the parameters of what was going on, and you fail, and you know why you failed, and it's probably because of you. <laughs> that reflects right back to you, and it's me- like, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't. But I mean, but, but PVP is the same good. way though too, because like with PVP, like when I die, I'm like, I know why I died. You know, it's because you know the other guy did this or that, or I, I just that that movement. I, I don't yeah. know. So you know, maybe so. I I. I have definitely gotten better at gun skill, which is a way to say the way you your hand-eye coordination works and the way you move the mouse or the way you move the controller stick to point at the enemy and, you know, shoot successfully or whatever. Um, well, I, I have definitely I, gotten I better at that, but my whole... I, I'm not, I am not a, a high-tier player. Like, I am not streamer-level efficacy in games. The only successes I have ever earned are looking at how i play and trying to figure out how can i overcome this obstacle whether it is oh i just better gun skill he that person just completely destroyed they smoked me there's nothing i could do about that in that situation that happens from time to time most of the time with pvp games you can take a look at okay what did i do before that engagement how can i avoid that engagement in the future or how can i get the upper hand how can I put them at a disadvantage, right? So that makes me step back and think, okay, before I walk into a room, before, you know, I need to gather all the information I can about what's going on in that room. It's like the enemy who I know is better than me is in that room. How am I going to beat them? Well, if I go up head to head, you know, human versus rhinoceros, right? Humans can kill rhinoceroses. Don't kill rhinoceri. They're going extinct. Please don't do that. No, man. Your, <laughs> Bad example. Your your examples are towing the line, man. I don't know what's going on. I know. On I know. Today, let's but... let's let's reel back. Don't kill rhinoceroses, please. I, I'm just saying a you know a bigger enemy than you are. If a person is more skilled than you, you can still beat them, and that's the thrill of it for me. Because it's like, how do I do that? Well, it's about pathing, which means how can I make sure that there's a wall that he can't shoot well, through or they can't shoot through between me and them at all times until I'm ready to shoot. Well, that's about how I move. I want to ask you a a question then. And so, and this may not be a thing in, in Warzone. I don't know. I've never played it. Um, Because what you're talking about is one of the reasons why I've talked about it on, in previous episodes, why I loved Starcraft and Starcraft two, because one V one, it was very known quantities. You just had to know where things were maneuver and everything like that. And you're just like, Oh, that guy can click faster than me or, Oh, he positioned better or whatever with modern. I'm I'm like being very specific because this goes into like Ronan's live service (laughs) rant that I'm sure he has ready with modern PVP, especially shooters, the issue that I run into a lot that drives me nuts and I hate is like is not that, oh, this, well, okay, I run into the issue of people being better than me a lot, a but lot. that's not what I'm going to rant about. Um, <clears throat> it's that, 
oh, this person has no life, <laughs> and they were able to play the game for 200 hours and unlock the like mega super you know BFG mm-hmm. or whatever, and I'm still a bazillion points away from that, and so I am at such a huge disadvantage being a, like, because, I mean, realistically, if I game an hour a day, that's a pretty sure. good week for me. Like, that's, uh, that's you know, as much as I'm really going to be able to game. And so these no-lifers get in there, or, you know, like a Destiny example, someone who literally just happened to play the game at the oh, right geez. time got this exotic shotgun. Fell Winter's Lie? Know, much? Is, has, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <clears throat> And so if you didn't play during that time, you're already at a disadvantage. And so for me, I don't I love playing chess, but if you give someone six or seven queens, that is no longer a fun game for me. And so th- and again, I don't know if that happens in Warzone, but what are your what are your mm-hmm. kind of thoughts on that? So That's that's about for me, it's about my patience level and my time commitment and like, there are still ways to beat someone with Fallout Winter's Lie in Destiny. It's called never going in within shotgun range, <laughs> right? Uh, but that's hard to do. And yeah, may, the there may be a second Destiny gun. So fast. Yeah, and there, mean... there may be a second gun that's OP, like a scout rifle. Haha, <laughs> that was a joke. There are no yeah, scout that rifles that are good right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sorry. Dead Man's Tail, maybe. A, a pulse rifle it's or something sad. in Destiny that is just OP as well. Like, you know. Um, I can't remember the name. It's the five burst shot. Anyway, vigilance, vigilance wings. wings. Thank you. There, there may be another reason why, you know, if there's too many of those reasons, why you are just at a disadvantage. Like if there, are, if you're already at a disadvantage on gun skill, and then, um, how many of those things can you reasonably affect yourself? And for me, it's like um, a lot of people, myself included aren't really honest about their own areas of improvement, right? And that's what I, like, relentless because I really want to have fun. Like, that's the, if you haven't heard on this podcast, that's really all I'm here for. It's like, how can I have fun? And then I'm also a competitive guy. How can I have fun and beat them, right? And how can I change the way I play and experience success? That's why I love Warzone right now, because there's, it's such a, like, there's a hundred decisions you have to make in, in a match of Warzone. Do, do, and do you play Warzone solo or with people? With people. Okay. Do you play solo? Or you ever play solo? I I do to practice. Is it still fun when you play solo, or is not, it not as fun? Yeah. So that's another thing that we should talk about is yeah. like uh, cooperative PvP, because that's yeah. that's a huge thing. I, let me. I'll, I'll finish my my point though. Okay. But um, when it comes to okay, how many of those disadvantages can I control for? Okay. Well, pathing can keep me out of a situation that pits me against that person where they have the advantage, right? I can take away their advantage by never letting them see me or trying not to, right? By being on the side of the room that it's harder for them to shoot, whatever. I can also be with my teammates. It's like, how many things can you control that help get to the point of you having an advantage in the situation and then, you know, eventually with enough advantages, you'll start winning. Or you'll start succeeding. And uh, that's why team shots in Trials of Osiris is so important. It's like, when you're, unless you guys are just absolute amazing players, like, it makes sense to stick together and all shoot the same person because then the time to kill is cut into a third, right? And anyway, if there are enough disadvantages that you can't control for them, like Cheaters in Warzone or Felwinter's up close and vigilance wings at range like if there's enough things that's when i start to get disengaged right that's when i start to be like i i will i'm willing to change myself and i'm willing to improve what i can improve but when it's beyond that and it's beyond my scope of control then i'm like okay well this isn't fun anymore because there's nothing i can do i will always lose unless they screw up and that's not fun, right? <laughs> that's that's playing against every you know that's playing grandmaster chess player, which it's like unless they screw up, you're not going to win. It's like well, I don't want to play against a grandmaster chess player. 
so that that's how I feel about it. I, I absolutely understand. Yeah. Like when it feels like there are so many disadvantages, you know, whether it is your own skill or experience level or like familiar with the controls or like I totally understand not wanting to engage in a PvP game. And that I will never like I will never judge anyone for not wanting to play. Yeah, remind me sometime to go on my like destiny pvp is terrible rant sometime because i want to like it's not for it's not for this episode but i want to i want to hear your opinions maybe we'll do an well, after I'll, hours I'll about probably it probably be on your side because i quit destiny because the pvp sucked stasis <laughs> stasis ruined destiny pvp it did yep and oh I don't... my goodness not not yes. not, okay. not, the, not the right show not we, the right we need show. a stop button stop um you know, and, and I, I, yes, so I, I think maybe that's where for me it comes down to is if I'm playing with people, like personally, I'd rather do like a cooperative event, like a raid or a strike mm-hmm. or some, some high level PVE thing. Um, but I do have fun when I'm playing with people in PVP, you mm-hmm. know, when I play by myself, I, I don't know, it's not as fun. Sometimes I have successes. But it feels like the majority of time I'm just spinning my wheels and dying, you know. Um, it, it just feels like it, it feels like you're talking about like the the person that I'm facing is some amped up AI that has unfair advantages that I do. I know mm-hmm. they don't, you know, but just just that level seems so like far out of my reach. Like the right. movement, their 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 positioning. You know, I'm just like, how are they, you know, like they're jumping over me and like shoot, shooting me from behind after they jump over me. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. How do they do that? How are they able like, to keep their reticle on you while they yeah. jump and do all this gymnastics? Yeah. And it's like, and, and it's, it's, it's console. So I don't, I don't know how the cheating is in consoles, but I feel like it's harder to do. I don't know. No, it's um, easier so actually. I'll, it is, okay. I don't, I don't it's know. Buying, I, mean, I just, it's, just, it's buying a controller. There's a certain controller you get that like plugs in. And it, it controls things and keeps your recoil down. And, yeah, it it's oh, also a problem okay. in Warzone, but not as big of a problem. Well, see, I, I don't know. But it just seems like, you know, I'm playing these people. And, like, just just the, the difference in skill, you know, both gunplay, movement, you know, it, it's just, just light years. And, you know, I'm here at the bottom of the rank. Mm-hmm. I just want to get my three games in and then I'm done, you know, because right. I'm just like. It's For just, the bounties, yeah. Yeah, because I feel it feels it feels bad playing, um, but like Iron Banner when we play together, that's fun. You know, we don't always win, but you know, you're in a group and you're playing together, and you're all contributing. And that is yeah. Fun. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, you know, um, um, yeah. The, um, but I, and I do want to play. But I've never played a battle royale game. I've never played a Fortnite. I've never played PUBG. I've never played Warzone. Mm-hmm. You know, um, those actually might, you might vibe with, like you might jive, like those, I didn't want to go too into it because I have lots of bottled up thoughts about Warzone, but when it comes down to it, all of those advantages that I set, you know, I talk about kind of growing and how do you figure out what advantages you can gain? There are a million of those in Warzone. So like you can go get contracts. And there are PvP contracts called bounties, where you go try and kill a team. Or there are PvE bounty uh, contracts, which is like supply run. It's like you go and to a buy station. You just have to get to the other side. And once you get there, you get a free buy. It's like mm-hmm. then you can buy um, radar or you know other killstreak bonuses. That's cool. There are also... Um, because there's scav which gives you money and guns so like you can do that really early on so there's strategies you can do um that avoid people like there there's ways you can play as a super sweaty super aggressive just cracked out (laughs) streamer god or whatever (laughs) and just go kill everyone you see if you can do it um side note i got really frustrated because me and my my squad were doing that and we didn't really realize that we wouldn't we weren't that good (laughs) And so we, it's like looking back on it it's like we're we all get into a truck we've got our cowboy hats we're like woo yeah and we're like let's go get him and we drive into a wall it's like we don't have it but did, did you did you ever play division survival i didn't know because that came out I, I i feel like that came out before a lot of these battle royale games was it a battle royale or 
Wait, which which the division? The game? first one. There there was a DLC that came out called Survival, and and it's oh, okay. it, it, it it was like a, a thing where you start on the edge of a map, and it's it's in New York, and sl- the the map slowly condenses because of the storm. You have to get to the center to extract yeah, out of there. That that's effectively that's Fortnite and you know, Warzone, yeah. So, but but. Yeah, that's that's what yeah. it is. Um, but but and, and there was you know there there were the only way to get equipment is you have to go like start shooting like mobs, um, and then there were like tougher mobs, and sometimes you couldn't deal with them because you didn't have enough weapons, mm-hmm. you know. And the the closer you got to the center, the harder everything became. And when you finally called in the extraction point, other players could be attacking you, but there were also what they called hunters, which were like souped up AI, mm. you know. And they were killable, but it was tough. It mm. felt like another player. That sounds really fun. Um, it yeah. was. It, I mean, it, no, it was. Oh, was it? Did you play? Did you play it? Yeah. Uh, it, to me, the division darkness well, zones well, well, were like okay. There's the dark zone, but this is survival. It's a different yeah game mode. It, but it, it still had the like you had to extract the gear, right? No. That that mechanic in, was in survival. Okay. You had to extract because... yourself, basically. Uh, in the, in the dark zone, yeah. Oh, in dark right, zone, you right. do you would loop, but the yeah. only get out of the dark zone is you had to go and extract it, and it took like a minute for your helicopter to get there, and in that minute, people could attack you and take your stuff. Yeah, and people just camped yeah. the yeah the division like uh, PVP was like the worst PVP I've ever played in my life. It was the most I mean, unfun unless experience you're I've ever it. had. But then you're right. Survi- survival was better. I was just so turned off by Division at that point that so that well, wasn't the one thing that might kill that type of mode for me in Division is uh, your weapon level, like your gear level. Like, did you have to level up? Was there like a a gate or or a, a gear check? Uh, um, a, as you got closer, the enemies got tougher, and when you killed them, your gear just went up as you came in closer. Oh, you know. So and then once you got inside like the the center area, like the center area itself was like a blocked off area that you got into. Once you got in there, there were like uh, safe like a uh, safe rooms that you could go and craft like your gold weapons. Like you couldn't find gold weapons, but you're gathering resources you're coming in. And once you get to the center, then you can craft your gold stuff depending on how much uh, 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 how much materials you have. That sounds like craft. it was pretty unique. Like a wonderful game whose only fault is being tacked onto the division. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and people have been asking for it to come back for a long time. Yeah, it, it, it was, and the nice thing about the this is that you could do the PVE or PVP version of the game. Right. So in the PVE version, you could see other people, but you couldn't attack them. But like you could not help them and take their loot when they got killed. Whereas in the PVP, you could straight out kill people as you're going along. You yeah. Know? So there were two kind of game modes that you could play uh, in that. Um, and I feel like that came out in like 2016. Um, yeah, it was before the uh, battle royale craze. And it was like it was uh, the it, its only problem. I think is that it didn't have randomized loot or or loot locations. I think the loot was always in the same place. Mm. Um, but you 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 would ra- it would it would randomize where you would spawn on the outer edges of the map. You know, but like so it was fun. Um, Sounds like a not quite perfect but very fun game mode like if you they know. made random loot and then have it completely randomized where it is like have potential yeah. drop spots uh and then have it a lot more like available like not instead of having like seven loot points you have literally hundreds and well you could the, have attachments or stuff like that it'd yeah, be like PUBG there, basically there's a new uh division game coming out called heartland and it's set, I guess, in the Midwest somewhere in like a rural area, but it's going to be free to play, and no one yet knows what the gameplay is going to be like. And everyone's kind of hoping it's going to be like a survival-like game mode. But yeah, I'm not a super fan of. So you've touched on. Go a... ahead. I was just Go gonna ahead, say crack. super quick comment. I was I'm not really a fan of games that set up a antagonistic, or yeah, an antagonistic scenario inside the united states because we're all we're all united states citizens here so it's like oh yeah those people in wisconsin we hate them <laughs> it turns out they're really bad let's go kill them in the game it's well, like no <laughs> wait we we don't I mean no division has has problematic oh, yes. we love enemies, wisconsin you know like they basically have the poor people that you're you know 
that you're going out to kill because they're rioting. There's oh, a, great. There's Poor also, people suck. Yeah. There's, <laughs> Let's there's, get on that bandwagon. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's so bad. Like, the yeah. actual, like, plot of the division no, no, no. is pretty the, the, pretty the heinous. plot is kind of interesting because it's like about someone releasing a, a, a super virus on black friday and, and it's spreading sorry the way that you go about yeah the plot yeah yeah it's, it's like you're you're <laughs> let's let's actually sorry let me let me go ahead and stop us there because oh sorry division sorry. is is an interesting topic maybe we can cover like we can figure out how to put that in an episode in the future and about the plot and all that but yeah let, let's uh Let's so, say that for another time. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tangent us off that because uh, Emiliano, what you're talking about there, brings up a couple of good things about how kind of Division did Battle Royales before Battle Royales uh, were big, how Division was a live service. Kind and of that. Uh, kind of to bring it, I don't want to say full circle, or but like what uh, Clint was talking about towards the beginning about how... Um, there's not a lot of like dedicated single player games like currently anymore, like in the past few years kind of thing. To me, that is an industry thing where everyone is trying to bandwagon on the Mm. latest thing. And like, I don't know what we're kind of getting into now because we're kind of on the tail end of the battle Royale thing. But you know, when Fortnite exploded, everyone's like, Oh, we got to get us in on that Fortnite money. Let's make whatever game we have and tack a battle Royale on it. Uh, Destiny was one of the big first big shooters to do like the live service thing. Or like, oh, we got to get on that live service money, and then Anthem and mm, Anthem. Division and all that oh, sort of Anthem. stuff came out. Um, Fallout and so <laughs> Fallout seventy six. Oh yeah, jeez. Well, I I think I think the big. And so I think that's why a lot of single player games are not as prevalent is because they're not as bandwagony. I guess like it's not as easy for like big studios to cash in mm. on them well yeah there, there there's money to be made in these like loot crates and gotcha mechanics where you're you know um, like box, the game I played, microtransactions. Uh, genshin, genshin impact you know yeah. it's 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 huge but the thing about genshin impact is they are constantly releasing new substantial content that makes me want to play it like there, there's there's a an event now going on in there where you're going you're going to these islands and like doing stuff and the islands are slowly changing as as the time progresses you know like at first it was only like three islands now the the land masses like rose up out of it's it's interesting um mm-hmm. uh, so i just feel like you know and, and De- destiny is also going that way too with their transmog system it, it the the process just feels very dirty you know it feels very like you know they just want money and it rewards people that play a hell of a lot you know, because the only way to get everything is to play a lot because it has that two minute mechanic. You know, so a lot of these games, I feel, are doing this uh, live service to push their, you know, microtransactions, to push their loot crates. Like like the, the game that just came out, Outriders, like it was a fun game, but it was a live service. It had a live service mechanic where you had to be logged in to their servers to play, which was stupid. Like they're... There was no reason for that. It, it almost seemed like they had that in there so they could later in add some sort of like loot crates or something mm. to hook people. Like uh, Avengers yeah. did? well, Avengers, like I hear the story was great, but then everything else sucked after that. You know? <laughs> um, but yeah, like, you know, whereas, um, uh, what was the, what was, there was a game, like that, that Jedi Fallen, the Jedi Fallen Order that came out. That made bank and it was a single player game you know and and it didn't have all the the microtransaction crap the life service crap you know um yeah and and what you're talking what you're hitting on there i think is a huge huge reason we see so many um live service multiplayer pvp kind of games is because they are so much easier to mm-hmm. monetize will a studio monetize a single player game if, absolutely yeah, they, they're going to they're going to make their they money get, however get they get away can. with it but it's a lot yeah. easier. I mm-hmm. I actually would like to add my two cents onto this, which is I don't think it's true. Not enough no. for a microtransaction. I don't. Sorry, I don't think that single players are. You know, I don't think single players are any more rare than they've ever been. Like the indie scene has exploded, and it's it's just oh, absolutely yeah. shown 
True. that the single player experience is thriving. It's better than it's ever been. Like Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart is the reason I want a PS5. <laughs> it well, is Her- I mean, Horizon, Horizon Zero Dawn is the reason why I yes, want a PS5. Yes, and if they actually started with the PS5 dev kit so that they can actually use some of the features that Ratchet and Clank did, like the instant loading uh, from memory and just like the empty cache, like the the large like level cache. I forget. I don't even know that much about it. I don't know anything about it. But mad transfer speeds within the system, no load screens, all of that. If they can use that, I would be fantastic. Um, but my my point is that there are so many games that came out even in the last ten years since that. You know, misguided executive said that. Um, big AAA games that have absolutely had wild success. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, right? <laughs> Dying Light is a co-op game. So, like, I for me, I think co-op games, are they dead? No. I think they're not as monetizable as they could be. So, a lot of companies, a lot of big publishers, are putting a whole lot more money into becoming the next Fortnite or whatever or actually now warzone warzone is makes hundreds of millions of dollars a year uh it's kind of crazy and or or genshin impact i'm sure genshin impact is gonna cause some like alliance of crappy publishers and mobile games to try and build out the next genshin impact right that being uh, said the the gaming industry is the big as far as i understand it so please don't quote me on this i haven't looked this up at all but the gaming industry is now the biggest media industry in the world and that what does that mean well even if fortnite is 2.4 billion or whatever it was in the last three or four years the whole gaming industry is trillions if not tens of billions okay i'm like starting to like throw out numbers i don't know the the gaming industry is huge that's all i'm trying to say it's big numbers fact check check, yeah every single one of these games that makes you know sells this many million copies or whatever it's like there are so many other games that are making it and selling well and like hades uh there <laughs> there are so many so many games out there that have nothing to do with pvp and have nothing that are co-op or are single player like that's just i don't i don't buy it the gaming industry is, is large and thriving and it couldn't be any better in my opinion. Uh, well, it can be better, but <laughs> everything can be better. It, it is, it is, it's awesome. It's awesome to be a gamer right now. So tangent on that or asterisk, whatever. Uh, do you know what the largest subsection of gaming is for, as far as money goes? Do you have the answer? Mobile games. Oh yeah, for sure. There are more mobile games, there are more mobile game players, and more money in mobile games than any console, any PC game ever ever has and probably yeah, ever will the, be. Because um, I feel like it was a recent addition when they started adding these loot crates into into the console or PC games, you know. And that was because of mobile. The, the big publishers wanted that mobile money. And mobile money is in these gotcha loot crate mechanics, you know. So, yeah. That makes sense. You know, it's easy to play. So what you're saying, Ronan, is by you supporting Geshen Impact, uh, you're you're part of the problem. That's what I'm I hearing. probably am, but I feel like that that was a joke. You're well, you no, but to I, agree I do. With me. I mean, like I feel I am, but I feel like at this point, you know, Genshin has kind of earned some of that money. You know, um, just with you know, like 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 uh, Clint was saying, you know, the enjoyment the gameplay, the fun is, has been there for me, you know? So, um, so yeah. Uh, like with destiny. Hey, if you feel like it's money well spent, yeah. more power to you, man. As long as it's not hurting, you know, your ability to pay bills or buy. Oh food, yeah. No, I'm never, I'm go never going to go okay. to that Monetiz- level. Monetization practices are another podcast. So let's yeah, not beat okay. up Ron and <laughs> Emiliano uh, yeah. for his sorry, sorry. gotcha spending. No, 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 but- I- <laughs> I do but, I, not not saying you were. I'm just saying like yeah. we should talk about that sometime. Uh, uh, I just Clint, looked it up. Wikipedia says that in 2018, so three years ago, the gaming industry 
was over 120 billion total. So we nice. are probably and, it, and it's been on an exponential curve. It probably isn't really an exponential curve, but it is it's curving up. So it is forecasted to be worth uh what was that? 230 billion by 2022. So, yeah. That's all I'm trying to say is like PVP I got to make yeah. me a mobile <laughs> Fortnite game. and Warzone and all those big games are like a little teeny slice. So what is the rest of the gaming industry? You're right, it's probably mobile games, but I'm going to say that a lot of them are single player games too. <laughs> oh. Well, I think that um there's a lot of indie games, like you were saying, makes up, like, there's just tiny, tiny dots of indie games everywhere, which I support. Yeah, I think it's great that there's a lot of indie games. Sorry, sorry. No, to no, it, there, it's, I was going to say Dying Light, they have a lot of skin packs that you can buy also. Mm-hmm. They so. had, I, I, oh, let's, I can talk about that briefly. Are you encouraging no, no, I'm just at this point? Like, what's going on? Games not and monetization. Sort of, you know, monetization, yeah. so. Yeah, oh, okay, which I, okay. I'll be honest, I, first of all, I am not above my microtransactions, so I don't want to act like pretentious or snoot, snooty or whatever about, like, I never spend money on microtransactions. I spent probably $300 on Mass Effect 3 multiplayer <laughs> microtransactions when at the time in my life I should not have. <laughs> it was just so fun. But uh, I did buy some Dying Light 2 skins and gun packs um, because it's not like it, it is kind of pay to win because they give you some pretty good guns. But it really just enhances the fun that you have in the game. And it's just completely offline unless you play with somebody online um, game. And they, they love... I love video game companies that love their game. Oh, and they... those in, And those in charge love their game. And they, Dying Light 2 developer, they love their game. They supported that. They had free DLC for years. Like yeah, four or five years after, after they released their game. It came out in 2015, and they just released a new pack. So it's six years later, they've got a new DLC for for their game, um, and they're substantial DLC. Like it's not it's not a yeah. it's not like a, you know like a, an easy cash grab. It's like they five invested. ten hours minimum of I gameplay, mean, and it's probably some type of uh, um, repeatable experience. I think it is because it's like a, a dungeon. It's like a a dungeon crawler. Where you get in yeah, with your party it's so and you crazy. go in, yeah, it's it's like yeah. a hack and slash. Yes, you know, it's a, it's a literal dungeon. You're fighting skeletons and like you know, it's like Dungeons and Dragons. It's great. Well, that's that's what I think. I don't think single player games or co op games are dead. I think they're alive and thriving. And while there could be more, uh, there probably is. We should just try and go find them. <laughs> Maybe in terms of AAA releases, there there could be more, but uh, yeah, wish there were. I love both PvP and PvE games. It's it's great. I love games. Games are great. Yeah. See, I, I think my caveat with that is that I'm more of a... Like, if I'm doing single player, I like the more PvE, you know, because I feel like I have a better time. Mm-hmm. Good. But if I'm doing co-op, you know, I don't mind PvP. You know, I'll do PvP then. Um, but I just, I just don't have the same amount of enjoyment solo as I do playing single player type sure. games. I'm with Ronan. I honestly, not 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 to say you're wrong. No, for sure. Clint. And I honestly play PvP games with people much much more than I play alone. In fact, I, I I can't think of a game that I played PvP more than like the token five to ten hours, or maybe even thirty if I was really into it. Like Titanfall, I played for like thirty or fifty hours alone. I think I prestiged like three times because it was just so fun to grapple off and and parkour, wall run, all that stuff was so fun. It was just like this is so fun. I can I could figure out ways to kill really good people by like juking them and like getting. I, I was better at moving than they were, so they couldn't hit me anymore. I I like doing that. I like getting advantages in PvP games. Anyway, I will play with with people. If I don't have people to play with, chances are I won't actually play the game for very long. Oh, so when 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 are we doing our dying light run through? You got We got to set up set that up. I'll do it. I, we talked about that last time. So I'll do we, it. We gotta, I will buy gotta, the game gotta, for Xbox so we can play it together. <laughs> I, I think I have it on disc, but I might just buy it. 
buy it again just so to you've, support So you've played it before, Ronan. Now we're scheduling a gaming session. <laughs> Maybe we should yeah. end the podcast. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Solid <laughs> <laughs> <That's all> plan. <laughs> okay. Well, looks like the kill counter in this episode has reached its maximum, and it's time for us to wrap up. As always, we welcome you to tell us how we're wrong, what we've missed, and generally what your opinions are. Um, you can tell us on our YouTube channel, Winning Sometimes Show, where we'll have video for this and other episodes. We have Twitter, W, Sometimes Show. Uh, winning Sometimes Show was too long. Uh, we sometimes game on twitch.tv slash winning sometimes show, or you can yell at us uh, in our email box at show, uh, show at winning sometimes.com. Finally, we have a website, winning sometimes.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you in the next episode. Bye bye.